steal you for a sec. Hello and welcome. My name is Karen. And my name is Ashley. And this is Hey, Can I Steal You for a Sec? Just like you, we are both extremely opinionated about The Bachelor and all things related. So we decided to move our group chat from our phones to your ears. We're going to talk a lot of shit, and by no means do we condone condone any hate being sent to anyone who has been part of the show. Do what we do and send that to your group chat. We're not saying you can't be an asshole. Just be a kind asshole. And also, if you don't like someone from the show, hit them where it hurts. Don't boost up their engagements by com- or their engagement numbers by commenting on their social media posts. And if you're looking for a podcast where your host won't body shame or sex positive and committed to anti-racism work, then welcome. Hi, Karen. Hello. I think I do that every time, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> We're um, with each other now we're in person. In person, not for you guys. We're in your ears. Yes, but we're in person with each other, which is cool. And we watched the episode together, which, which was hard. For the first time this season. Oh yeah. Okay. We suck at this because normally we can talk out loud and say our things, but we had to save it for this. So it's been hard. Our producer Jimmy uh, had a spray bottle, and he sprayed us every time we tried he, to he talk to each me, other. And I had to remind him to spray Ashley. I was sprayed a couple of times because I reminded him because he only you. sprayed me. Equality is important in this team. Apparently, it's not for Jimmy. <laughs> it's our priority. Jimmy needs to work on that. Just kidding. You're doing great. Proud of you. So it's it was a dramatic evening. It was for both us and for the people of The Bachelor. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and actually, before we really get started, I just want to say because we might have some new listeners here. Um, because. I made a post on Reddit and people were so nice. And so thank you for they being so nice. so nice on there. And if you didn't like us, thank you for not bullying us. We appreciate online. your lack of bullying. It made us really happy. Karen sent me a bunch of screenshots because I'm lame and not on Reddit. I'm going to figure out that platform. Yeah, I but. love Reddit. But thank you for listening to us. If you're listening to us and you're coming from Reddit, yeah. that's super nice. And if you're listening to us and you're like, wow, I really don't like these girls. I um please don't cyberbully me. You know, if you're gonna tell us, be real nice about it, or, or just sensitive. don't tell me. And if you do really <laughs> like us, feel free to go and rate and subscribe because that makes us feel happy. And it's kind of important. But it is. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, so thanks, guys. I brought that up because I just want to mention that we are a spoiler-free podcast. Uh, but if the like official Bachelor or Bachelorette franchise has posted about it, then it's kind of up for conversation. Um, and Ashley, the Instagram account that she runs, which is under the same name of our podcast, has the same policy. And if she ever was to post a spoiler for any reason, there would be like a warning. Um, but for the sake of the show, we're not going to spoil anything. And I stay away from spoilers most of the time. Ashley has a harder time with that because she literally runs an Instagram account I for try The Bachelor. so hard because I hate being spoiled. And I've been spoiled on accident before. I understand how frustrating it can be. So if if it hasn't aired on the West Coast... Uh, we are not posting about it without warning. Basically, yeah. that's the that's the deal. Uh, because we're on the West Coast, and that's. But feel free yeah. to listen and feel easy about that because we don't spoil it. And if yeah. we ever accidentally spoil we'll it, I hope it we out. catch it before. Yeah. But if it ever comes out, we will profusely apologize because that's not what we're trying to do. But I don't think we will. So yeah. So that's a priority for us. So. All right. So yeah, this episode there was uh, it was so heavy. much. There was so much. <laughs> it started off like just dramatic, and then well, it got like super deep, and then it went back to drama. So I, I appreciated that. Yeah, we can actually get into that. So we started off with the Carl confrontation again, which I had kind of forgotten about honestly because I thus I felt in my head that it had been squashed, like he left. Yeah. But then I was like, oh wait, he hasn't. He had, he and he, he had might not. not. Yet. and and that's what we watched played out yeah i felt like carl being like ganged up on before the rose ceremony was like his first time ever being told like no (laughs) like he just the way he reacted was so i don't know it was just very lame to me i don't know how else to describe it but he was just like but uh, uh, uh," and i'm just like i just don't think he knew what to do with the chaos he just started like i think he just spoke on an impulse yeah and then was like, oh, here are consequences. That's weird. And then, <laughs> That's like, suspicious. it was too overwhelming. And so he was just, like, grinning and, like, uh-huh. And there was a point where he was like, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. That wasn't his exact phrasing, but basically what he said. And it was like, you, every, all the guys were just like, you just did, though. Like, you just did. And so he was very much, like, thought he could get away with, like, stirring the pot. And as we saw... 
that's not it did not go well no it did not go well and it caused a whole chaos thing and then we she katie canceled the rest of the night yeah, and was which like we're never going goes well no that's never well received <laughs> i thought you're gonna say because it never happens i was like oh. wait a second that like happens every <laughs> happens season like multiple times all the time and it, and it very rarely is received by the contestants well no never um, well especially trey was unhappy that was I love I, him. Which made me sad because I love him. We both, I think we've established our team Trey thing. Like, not for Katie, I don't think, but like, I don't think that's going to happen. But we just, I just like him as a person. Just for us as yeah, friends. We're, we're friends with him in our heads. Yeah, I was about to say so we're not friends with him in real he life. Is, he doesn't know about this yet. Unfortunately. Yet. I'm saying yet because big fan. But yeah, so he was, this is the most screen time I think Trey's gotten. But Which yet we still me. love him. I it was both of us. This was I one of the moments we got in trouble. Was from so screaming in the rose ceremony because I was like, "Oh, are they gonna? Is he gonna get the boot?" Because usually they show the guy who's gonna go home freaking out, like in their talking heads. And like for a second, I was like, "Is she gonna keep Carl over Trey?" There's no like in our and we kept being like, "There's no way. There's no way." Obviously, there was a way, but, but like then for a second, I was like, "Oh my god." And then it didn't, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Actually, immediately after both of us started freaking out, she said Trey's name. And Karen, like... <laughs> My body actually she, convulsed. There was a, seriously a physical reaction. Like, she was just like, oh! Like, it was like... She <laughs> the literally, tension in my body was released. She's like, I wasn't expecting it. And like, so we're real big Trey fans. The day Trey goes home, if it happens, I'll never be ready to be see hard him go. For us. But, but it would have been exponentially harder if he had gone home before carl because of carl staying you That's know true. so the fact that he got a roast was important um oh i do want to mention i think it was when um mike went up to get his rose yeah. and he's the one that did that whole saying the like unionizing hey, of the men they unionized <laughs> they were like we're gonna take this guy down mike our union leader <laughs> which seems like I definitely in real that. life definitely not what would happen um that was great though that was said very was well awesome and when she asked the men and they all were just they're just like yep Yep, pretty much. Carl's just there, like blinking, profusely oh, he blinking. He was so shocked because I don't think that's ever happened. I have never seen I've that never happen seen that. on the show. Like them all, like they've all come together before, but not in the middle of a rose ceremony at that level. Like it's just, I've of never course, seen Katie's that. Katie's season was the pro union season. We loved it. Yes, thank you, Katie, <laughs> for once again being awesome. So yeah, we. I was. I, I'm still shocked that that happened. Yeah. Honestly, and so then afterwards, Katie, like, I think. Katie had to take like a she moment, went back right? and talked to Tasha and Caitlin, okay, which was really funny because then Tasha and Caitlin came in, which what I'm happened? sure was just like uh, it was just like a transition thing they yeah. had to say. But when they just go, "Oh my god, what happened?" And I'm like, like, "Where were you? Like guys? you weren't standing in the next room watching everything." <laughs> this Come is on, where girls. the Chris Harrison stands are like, "See, they're terrible at their job. They don't even know what's going on." When in reality, the producers were like, "Katie had already made up her mind," and they were like, "Okay, can we just do this real quick?" Just, just real quick get thing a, with them. Yeah, so get we a have little it. cut scene yeah, that Chris so. Harrison would have done too. hundred percent. Like, what happened in there? Except Katie? with Chris Harrison, they would have been like sitting in a chair. Oh yeah, and he would have been like, "So tell me what's going on." Him with like a glass of like wine. Yeah, just, just like <laughs> I'm here, Katie, airing it out. Yeah. So it was. I I loved it. I don't know. I'm just really excited that that happened because I expected. I expected the night to go differently, so yeah, I was happy I was with it. Super happy with Carly, and then he didn't know what to do when yeah. he was leaving because he's like, he, "Well, Katie's mad at me. The guys are all mad at me." Yeah. And he just kind of stood he there. He just left. <laughs> and can I just say that, like Carl, listen, we've said our piece about Carl. I think every episode so far this season, but his i assume i think i don't assume this but i think the public would assume that if you're a motivational speaker you have some level of like emotional intelligence happening and his inability to say goodbye to katie at all like he just like left i was like bro you're not gonna motivate me to do crap like i don't you can't even say goodbye to this person you've known for five days when they sent you home like i get it when it's real hard at like final four and you're having a hard time and you need a minute but like you've known it for five seconds like yeah yeah yeah, Didn't so like it. he left in the fashion that I thought he would. But yeah. what I was not happy about was John left. But I get it. I get I it. I also never thought John was going to end up with Katie. Yeah, I but just, I just like I him. I thought he would last longer. He's cute. And I think we also lost Kyle. And please don't quote me on that because they didn't really make it obvious who else left. But I think it was Kyle. Do we lose, Um, what's his name, Garrett, the red? I don't head? know. Maybe it was Garrett. I'm, oh, now I feel bad. I think the redhead went, Garrett. Well, Jimmy, do you know? 
No, you're talking about the C-listers. I don't, I don't remember them. Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's why we don't know who they are. Um, okay. I actually think you might be right. So we'll go with it. We lost Garrett, and we'll just... Who cares? Soul, Literally, ginger, man. to be honest, though, like no one's going to notice if we were wrong. So they are C-listers at this for, point they're, in the they're season. thinking about it right now, too. Our listeners are yeah. like, I don't oh, know who else went. So who cares? Uh, well, if we're super wrong, we'll correct it next week. Yep. I will just say that I put in my notes, R.I.P. John, love you, buddy, as yeah. if he died. He didn't die. He didn't but die. But on our TV screens, and he I, might as well have. If this makes anyone feel better, Katie does acknowledge her mistake or whatever because she did tweet like oh they all love john and like a picture of john tonight so she knows that we're a little upset about it i think he'll be on bachelor in paradise 100 percent. like i don't know that for sweet. sure i haven't looked at the spoilers for bachelor in paradise yet but it doesn't matter because we wouldn't tell you we wouldn't tell you but i i like i don't want to know who's left katie season and that you would know if you looked it up uh, so that's why i haven't looked it up but makes sense yeah so yeah next up, oh, we had our. Is, I mean, anything else to say about our Carl departure? We had a lot. To do. I think we really exhausted our caring about Carl. I'm done with Carl. I got it all out last episode. Really hope he's not in paradise. He probably will be, he will but be. I really, really, really am not down. I but, hope they. If he goes to paradise, I hope that they'll just like he'll embrace the corniness of like the motivational speaker thing, uh, and they'll just do that angle. Yeah, and it'll just be funny, and he'll just like he'll like talk about this season and what he did as just like a i'm just gonna be quiet because that would God, be great I would love that <laughs> he just didn't talk that'd be awesome <laughs> all right so group date number one i do want to say the card that she sent them uh beforehand uh connor b put like she ended it with dot 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 oh brutal i thought you said car and i was like what oh i don't know maybe um, no i it's me but he said that it was brutal with the dot 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 versus the love Katie. Yeah, it was that just, was funny. They all a, kind of overthought it a little. It was a little funny for all of them to be like, wait, she didn't put love Katie? Yeah, that's, I I thought that was cute. A little but corny, but cute. They did read into it correctly because it definitely had a different tone it was than any other group date. super serious. I, I would like to start our conversation about the group date with a question uh, and a comment, I guess. One, I like that they dove into some of the serious topics. However, I wonder if maybe it would have been a better idea, given the seriousness of the topics discussed, to have, like, an actual therapist there and not Nick. Yeah. I mean, no, and no shade to Nick as, a, as like, an existing person. Like, like, we can, that can be a whole thing. But it just seemed like an odd place to put Nick. Like, Nick is kind of the funny guy. Like, kind of, I think he could have been used in the season with something it just seemed like an odd hi i have a clipboard and i'm gonna pretend to be your therapist i don't know it was a little odd to me yeah they're probably different decision could have been made there but yeah it, it is i will i will mention that um before we like get into it yeah. too deep we are going to be talking about what they talked about and i know some people on the internet were a little displeased that there wasn't a trigger warning in the episode but katie tried really hard online to like post you know yeah, to she be posted warned. on multiple social media platforms like trigger warning watch this with loved ones if like and all that so i i, I appreciate it katie i agree that yeah and i just wanted to mention that we're going to be talking about some of those things so it's this is kind of the trigger warning for you know uh topics of sexual sexual assault alcoholism uh, alcoholism maybe some domestic violence elements things like yeah. that um because those are some of the themes that came up during this time if you don't want to listen to it just skip ahead a couple minutes yeah and uh yeah because i agree that could have been i think in general they handled it well but that would have been beneficial either at the beginning of the episode or right before that date. But mm -hmm. do better next time, I guess. But and I want to mention, I thought it was interesting, like, for Katie to share what she had shared. I'm jumping ahead right now. But for mm -hmm. her to share what she had shared in a room of, like, literally only men. Yeah. I feel like usually, especially, like, women, people who identify as women, um, it can be a little intimidating to share stories like that in front of just men. And I feel like we usually kind of gravitate towards like other women yeah. in those situations because it's kind of a safe space because we all kind of experience similar um, things uh, depending. I mean, the most women can say they have. So that's to fair. some extent, that's some sort of yeah. harassment or assault, unfortunately. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting that she was the only woman there um and now that you brought up the whole nick thing how it was interesting they chose him i feel like that would have been a good opportunity to, to not only have like someone who's more 
who's professional in these conversations, but also like maybe also balancing out that a little bit. I do think though, on that same note, Katie did say like later on that she didn't know she was going to be sharing that. And so to me, that says like they had created a safe enough space that she felt comfortable. Like no one forced her to like share totally, that. Totally. And so it's like clearly she felt like moved enough that they were all sharing something that she felt like, okay, this is what I'm going to share. Mm-hmm. And whether that was like a pressure thing or not, like I, I agree that it would have probably been more beneficial to have at least one other woman in mm-hmm. there. Maybe there was just not in the circle and we can't see. I don't know. So, yeah, but also great set of guys too. So, yeah, and it, it seemed like a good part. group. Yeah, it's just a thing to consider. But yeah, they started off with Hunter's share, uh, which was about his divorce and how that impacted him and his kids. He had two kids, a yeah, daughter I and a he son. He only had one. So, that was my misunderstanding. But. Yeah, but that was really hard because it really took a lot out of him to like share that and. He was talking about, like, what he, I guess, in some way, like, gained from it, where it's, like, he, I think he said he felt like he, or he failed at that, or, like, didn't nurture that, or I forget how he worded it, but that how he is now able to kind of see that and is, in his next relationship is, like, committed to doing the things that he needs to do to make it work. Yeah. I would argue, though, with Hunter, like, not argue with Hunter, like, you're wrong. But, like, as a child... You're wrong about your trauma. As someone who's from a, like, family of divorce, my parents split up when I was, like, 11 or 12 or something, um, I would say that most kids of divorce later on would would agree that they would rather their parents not be together if it wasn't a good relationship, because it works out in the end. Like, I'm sure there's people that are like, no, I wish my parents were still together. But at least from my own perspective, and perhaps his kids when they're older, like... I would so much rather have my parents live in separate houses than be fighting all the time in the house we share. Mm-hmm. So, and so, I don't, I don't know anything about Hunter's situation, but I've, I've read things too about this kind of stuff. I haven't experienced it myself, but I have friends that have gone through divorces with their parents and stuff. And it's always interesting that we see divorce as like a failure, and sometimes, if anything, it's just kind of like a success, and yeah. that like two people can 100%. acknowledge that it's not working out, and that it's damaging it's like a toxic to keep. Environment. Yeah, to keep trying to figure it out, and it's not getting figured out, and maybe like the successes, the success in it is being able to move forward yeah. and, and make that big decision, and be like, okay, like we need to separate because this isn't working. And you're also teaching your kids that they shouldn't settle for something that's not working because if you just sit in like a crappy environment your whole childhood and you assume that that's like your parents your parents are when you're kids your parents are like superheroes and they're like oh this is perfect and they're great so it's like if that's the only relationship you're used to seeing and you think that's like what you have to live up to like that kind of sucks so i think it's kind of cool to be like you know what this isn't working we're gonna move on and try to find something better and yeah and again we don't know the full details of hunter's story or anything but that's just like my general idea of like what divorce yeah. I like I I was gonna say I'm pro divorce, but I'm not like <laughs> but I'm pro I'm pro not just sticking it out for the kids because trust me, the kids don't want that either. I just They're, think the stigmatization of yeah. people who are divorced or like the shame yeah. that that certain people feel because they're divorced. I just I and I there's feel also bad they feel like a that. lot of like conversation like, oh the divorce rate's rising and it's like, well yes, because women can leave now. We couldn't leave before, and that's why women stayed, because they couldn't even open a bank account until the 70s, like, without a husband there. So, in the United States, at least. So, it's like, obviously, you're (laughs) going to see an upswing of women or men or whoever, like, leaving their partners for whatever reason, because the world has adjusted slightly to make it easier, not easy, but easier for women to, like, Mm -hmm. stand on their feet without a man, you know, next to them. And so, it's like... Yeah, that's that makes sense. It's not people giving up on their marriages and like not trying hard enough. It's like, oh no, I just don't like this person that yeah. much anymore. <laughs> and I, what I did like a lot about what Hunter shared is that there sounded like there's a lot of like accountability of like where it, we didn't get to hear details really, no. but like it sounded like he was taking accountability for his role in it and like also acknowledged like the impact of it and also acknowledged how he learned from it, which I think was probably really great for Katie to hear that from a future partner. Go Hunter. Yeah, for real. We appreciated that. I hope your kids um, maybe one day watch that back if they were really impacted by it and can feel like, I don't know, feel good about that. That'd be cool. Um, Moving on. Was Aaron, who shared about his dad's stroke 
Um, and that relationship that he was in that felt like out of obligation because they were both going through stuff. Like, I missed some of it because we were unable to get the subtitles to work. And so some of it, I like, I didn't even hear the dad stroke part. So thanks. Oh, I'm hearing it. You're welcome. Thank you, Karen. His dad had a stroke. (laughs) I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at my own inability to hear things. Um, but yeah, he said that he then entered a relationship because, uh, she was also going through a lot. And then at some point, it became like a relationship out of obligation, out of like needing each other because they came together during such a like right. traumatic point in both of their lives. And I think later on, which we'll get into what happened around that time, but when he was talking to Katie one on one after the circle, um, I think he might had a passing mention in the edit where it said like it made him aware of his own mortality or something like oh. that. Um, yeah, heavy, heavy stuff. Um, wow. I kind of wish we would have heard more about it. I kind of wish we would have heard a lot more about any of it. Unfortunately, we had to be like overshadowed by Thomas talking for 12 years, so they didn't get to show everyone's thing. But I'm also kind of glad that they didn't because, like, I'm obviously very curious about, and this is like a very real story about these men, and we get to know them really well, but also, like, it's their life, and I feel like there was some some element of respecting their privacy in the editing of how Which they did this. doesn't always happen on this show. Yeah, so obviously I'm sitting here like, I wish I knew more about Aaron's like experience with this, but I'm also like, and I also don't get to know, and it's yeah. fine. And it's, so. Yeah, it's not, I'm not owed that information. Um, but yeah. Um, and then the next kind of big one that was shared aside from when Thomas talked. Do you want to just talk about Thomas before we get to... Do you want to, to- like, get Thomas over with? Let's get Thomas okay. over with. Okay, <laughs> Thomas said a bunch of buzzwords and didn't mean crap. And I think him and Carl could put on, like, a traveling motivational speaker act where they both just say nothing for an hour and then get paid a bunch of money because they can... Apparently, they're both real good at it. They're not. They're not. But, like, they think they are. He said, like, he just said a bunch of nothing. He said a bunch of nothing. He said a lot of words and a lot of nothing. And Unfortunately, thing- it worked. And the thing is, like, when he, like, said, like, oh, when I came here, like, I forgot how he worded it, but he was basically saying, oh, I didn't come here for you necessarily, but the opportunity and, like, maybe to be Bachelor and he maybe to, some Jed vibes, maybe what he did. to get some followers, like, and all that kind of stuff. I, I was just kind of, here's the thing. Probably every single one of these men that mind has, or that idea has crossed their mind. But and the maybe difference- for some of them more than others, but they don't talk about he it. He said the quiet part out loud. And it's like, when you talk about it like that, it's just, it feels weird. But the thing is, is that all these men were sharing about their past, something about their past relationship, something about their past, something that happened to them. Something they've worked through. That helps Katie get to know them more. Like, Thomas sharing that he came here with not, not necessarily the best intentions, but now has them, still doesn't tell me anything about him so it's like in a room where people are sharing about like their dad having a stroke their their relationships their their divorce like you'd think that he would then share something about his life pre-bachelor right but instead he goes well i came here without good intentions and now i have them because you're great katie yeah that which is exactly (laughs) what jed did that jed was like i came on to promote my music career and now i'm really into you lol lies but like it worked like for jed that worked clearly it's working for thomas because they they hung out again yeah but the thing it's on if i'm if I'm being honest, I'm not a fan of Jed. I think Jed actually liked Hannah B. I agree. I think he sucks, but I do think there was a little bit, maybe just like 2% like real. I'm not convinced Thomas actually likes Katie that much. I'm, I'm not I was, either. I was convinced Jed actually started to like her quite a bit. And, and then felt, felt like he guilty. had to admit it. And also, he wasn't forced to. He brought it up. Yeah. Whereas Thomas was like, shit, I need to say Which, something. Again, I, I'm not a Jed stan. I'm, no. I'm, look. Just let's establish that real quick. We do not stand Jed. But Thomas's approach to all of this was just freaking weird and disconnected. And there was no soul in his eyes. It was weird, man. Also, he said, because, okay, and like, listen, I will, he doesn't actually get a pass for this. But at first I was like, okay, you get a pass because it is awkward to share things. And maybe he wanted to be private about it. Maybe he has something he wanted to share. So he goes, look, there, I do have some red flags in my life, but I'd rather talk to you in private. And then we're jumping ahead a little, but... When Katie has him alone, she goes, hey, like, you said you'd want to talk to me in private. And he just, again, like, talked in circles. And even Katie was like, you're dodging my questions. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to go deeper into that, but I don't want to miss a really important person in that circle. Connor. Connor. Yeah. 
Um, Connor scared me for a second because, like, I was like, I thought he was going to say he got physical with his ex-girlfriend with the alcohol I mean, and the anger issues and stuff. And I was like, <gasps> it was really, I was. Yeah. And maybe, I mean, we don't know. Really. We don't know what he, but he what he ended up admitting. Katie privately, but yeah, but what he did in a meeting was pretty, pretty rough. Yeah. I, and like, what a big thing to share in a group of people. And like, it seems to me that he has grown a lot as a person since then. Um, basically, I mean, to recap, he kind of talked about how he turned to alcohol during his PhD program. And when he decided to leave his PhD program, yeah. right? Like, it he seemed like it, because I don't he, think he, he has a PhD. He wasn't enjoying it, and he stepped away from his program, and or he wasn't like, I don't know, he just he stepped away from that program, and then he was spending a lot of time in like bars and stuff because he it plays got music, out of control. and then it got out of control. He started turning to alcohol more and more, and which then like turned into rage issues. And he would he would get told things that he said or did, and he like wouldn't right, remember because he'd be like blacked out, he kept so he didn't know out. what he was saying. Yeah, and he said that then some the stuff that he would say to his partner at the time um, was like awful, like awful, awful, awful things. Which is again why at the top I talked about maybe some domestic violence here because right. we don't really talk about the emotional uh violence right oh yeah of course yeah because <laughs> that's hard i can't imagine his think, girlfriend at the time how that must have felt for her to watch him go through so much and also like emotionally abuse her right and i i what's different i think not different but what i appreciated was a lot of people at least in my experience that are emotionally abusive don't admit it as much it's hard uh, it's hard to admit it and i to admit it in front of not just in the group but then to also know this is going to be aired mm-hmm. nationally and like even internationally i just think and he has students and that are gonna watch you know and things like that like to to consciously know all that and then still share it mm-hmm. to me is a pretty big deal not yeah. just to me i'm sure to a lot of people i think it's hard to confront that you're capable of doing so much damage yeah, to another person tell that he was not okay with it like he was bothered yeah by it which which means that he probably can acknowledge as much as he can how awful it was yeah. i don't think maybe he'll never really know how awful it is but he'll probably he probably knows that he'll never know the full capacity of how yeah. awful it is to be on the other side of that but knows that it was severe or he does and we don't know you know like it's possible that he's experienced yeah, you well, know what i was yeah that's true yeah but i i just think I appreciated that he shared it. It just to me, I felt bad for all of them, really, because I think eventually that would have been something he probably would have talked to Katie about. And then to have to share it in front of like a group of like 10 guys, I just that sucks. It's the show. I know it's the show. It's fine. But maybe, like, but also like, again, all the guys seem really nice and they all seem very close to each other. And yeah. that might have also that might have been something that really bonded so many of them to be so vulnerable and in a group of men totally. who men don't really always They're not get, encouraged by society they're not to encouraged do that. to usually share that that type of intimacy with each other which sucks because yeah. like that's what you, what's what friends yeah. do you but know this group of guys and also last bachelorette season's group of guys on Tasha season have seemed to be very comfortable with emotions with like each other mm-hmm. like even on this episode you had like michael opening up to some of the guys like oh, unprompted yeah. completely unprompted so like I do appreciate that, like, the last couple seasons of guys have seemed to be much more open with sharing their emotions, which is like, oh, cool, maybe that's society yeah. moving on. I do I do want to put down, because I noted this down during Connor's thing, is that Justin's face, as Connor was, like, getting ready to <laughs> share whole time, his whole thing, but yeah. Justin's face in that moment in particular, it looked like he was like, what could this guy possibly do? Because, like, he looked he like, probably oh, loves shit. Connor. I think he probably felt like a lot, a lot of us love Connor, and I think I was really scared to hear what he was going to say. And so I can imagine, I, if you actually personally knew this person, and you were like, oh, shit, what's he going to share? Yeah. Um, but... The last yeah. bit that was shared, not bit, the last story that was shared at the end of this this group date was Katie's Katie. own story of her assault. Uh, I think she Which said just, 10 years ago. Wow. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear so the she time was like 20, frame. 21, I think. I just think it was interesting, not interesting, but just sad, I guess, that I, I would be willing to bet that every woman watching that episode knew exactly what she was going to talk about. Oh, the second the she second said she opened her mouth. I was at a party. Yeah. Or the second she said that I was drinking. Everyone was like, we know what's going to happen here. Just, because we've all 
we all either have experienced it or know someone who's experienced it. The second it. she took a breath before she shared, yeah. like, we it knew was, that it had something to do with this. I think out loud, this. we both were like, oh no. Like, because it was just, of, of course. Like, and not, like, to diminish Katie's story at all. Like, I'm so No, if impressed, anything, but, it's, it's but just, it's just that, like, how ugh, common it is. It's so freakingly, infuriatingly common. Um, and she handled it so well i loved how she opened it up with like i know i seem like super sex positive and it's been a lot of work to get there and i was like to uh, i just really like her yeah i think that one of the the most heartbreaking part of her story is when she mentioned that she i forget if she said she blamed herself or if she, she felt shame to it but she yeah. in the sense in a sense she blamed herself so much to the point where she almost like she justified trying to have a relationship with yes. her assaulter which and is like I can't, I can't, I'm well, yeah, that's, that's hard. Like, how? <sighs> it's, it was heavy. It was a heavy few minutes. Like, I don't know how long that part went on for, like, all of the confession moments, but uh, Katie's, I, like, I was crying. Like, I was behind you. Yeah. So I don't know if you could tell, but I, I mean, you, I, I saw you grab for a tissue at some point. I don't remember oh, who yeah. it was for, but it, it was, The Bachelor went deep tonight, and I think you even wrote down before they cut to commercial to plug uh rain oh yeah i made, I made a note <laughs> before they went to commercial to plug rain which i everyone saw if you watch the episode it's yeah, it'll be i'm know, gonna post it on instagram too i, I have think it they've expanded some of their services since they've grown but one of the main things that they do is they uh help fund to test rape kits that have remained untested in our police departments because funding is not prioritized to that um and so there's just a bunch of rape kits that sit on a shelf unregistered right yeah and rain also has a national sexual assault hotline which is 1-800-656-HOPE um and i'll post that all on all of our it's already on our twitter but instagram all that stuff and we'll put it in this episode description too but uh, yeah i think katie's Katie's story is a story that many of us have and many of us have different variations and it looks differently and it it yeah, it's hard to share that. And I think we, we've had people share their stories before on this show. I think yeah. um Kaylin Caitlin who was it? Oh, who's it was Kaylin. Kaylin, that's how you um, say her who's name. With, yeah. Dean, I remember they she, just, she, for the she, record, they just celebrated their two year anniversary today or yesterday. Oh nice. So, good but job, I remember guys. she shared her story. Yeah, on her and that was season. a big deal too. And that was big and i think especially uh it's so hard and i uh like for women to share at such a large platform because there's a lot of people who believe that blaming the victim or elements of it uh, is their fault for putting themselves in a position where they're at risk i and would it's, not be surprised if there's people already on twitter being like well you said you were drinking katie and it's just like look i cannot imagine i can't imagine being in a place in my head where I heard someone that happened to someone and then consider what they must have done to quote, ask for it. Like, I don't understand what type of person you have to be to get to that point. Yeah. And I think it's important to say too, that like, I can see where people who are close to people who might have experienced something like this before, how your natural reaction to say, why did you put yourself in this situation? Why were you drinking? Why were you around strangers or whatever? As, why were like, you wearing what you were wearing? As a like, defense or somehow to like make sense of the situation for yourself but um i would just really encourage everyone to like question why our urge is to ask those questions that put the victim at fault of something awful happening to them regardless of how dangerous of a situation they quote unquote put put themselves themselves into at the end of the day they were not the ones that committed a crime right and that's that's like that's it that like end of the story like that's I didn't it. commit a crime. You committed a crime. Like, I don't... Ugh. And they don't need other people being hard on them for something that they're going to already Katie, be yeah, hard on out. themselves for more than they even... Uh, they don't even deserve to be hard yeah. on themselves about it, honestly, but they don't need your help in, no. making, in they feeling really, bad. They really, really don't. Because they feel bad enough. And it's not their fault. So... Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I... Thank you to Katie for just being... It's so hard to even tell, like, a close friend about that. So to be willing to use her platform, because that's what it was. I mean, she obviously was sharing it with the men in her life, and, like, that's great. But she knew knew that if she shared it, it was going to be edited in. So I would just like to appreciate Katie for 
that's that's so huge and all the men for really sharing big thing except for thomas um but you suck but um but basically just uh, wow i'm super glad they cut to a commercial after that because i needed a minute we all did yeah and again please donate to rain or look up any other organizations that help uh, with victim advocacy um, I'll try to put some more in the description too. Yeah. Um, there's and we'll organizations. Post them on Instagram, whatever's in the description as well. Yeah. And there's organizations out there that help provide victim advocates to uh, people who come into hospitals or police departments to report uh, sexual assault because sometimes police officers or even hospital staff um, sometimes can not be the, uh, yeah. not be Either trained, not trained in, a, in a great way to do it. Or they're just a certain type of person and that's not a judgment on those professions specifically. It's like pe- there's people in professions that shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of organizations that do a plethora of different things. If you're interested in learning more about that, I'll yeah. try to find you can a also volunteer to be a victim advocate. Um, you, you can get a, you can get trained in so, becoming a victim advocate. Bunch and of things yeah. you could do to actually make a career path out of it too. Also, while we're on the topic of things you can do, and then we, of course we can move on because we've been talking <laughs> about this for a while. Uh, men, you could encourage your male friends to not be making rapey jokes and things like that because it perpetuates the problem. It's real simple. Just be like, hey, don't do that. And then move on. I think uh, just intervening yeah. when it's uncomfortable. It's just, you know, because it, it's going to be uncomfortable. But it's also the least you could do. So All <laughs> moving right. on. Moving um, on. So, so that was pretty much the group date. I mean, we did a cocktail party. We kind of talked about thomas uh at the cocktail party yeah we can actually go a little more into that okay, now I'd love to. So, <laughs> like you said earlier she like asked him what those red flags Straight up, are she directly asked him yeah and he just did like the sh- same spiel the exact same he speech. said like the same words yeah he's been saying some of the same words and it's all very like and she called him out She's like, you're dodging my question. He's very political to the point where I had to look up what his like profession was. And he's a real estate agent. Is that why you had the thing? Yeah, I looked up Ashley's old like uh, PowerPoint PowerPoint. that we did at the first throwback to episode one. Yeah, the first episode. But I was just like, this man is answering everything so politically. Yeah. And like like, there's no actual answer and you can't actually trap him in an answer because he didn't say anything and he's like using buzzwords for empathy without actually making you feel like you're being empathized with he was also very animated while doing it he was like i don't know how to describe it it was just very much like yeah i didn't like i don't trust him so then he interrupts aaron while he's going into more depth about his father's stroke i'm assuming and he interrupts aaron and he comes in and he's like professing his love without saying love. He didn't say love, but then he to told Katie. the guys that he said love. He, like, was like, I just told Katie I'm in love with her. And then later on, he's like, well, not well, technically. really say that. But anyways, he comes in to tell, because he knows that, sh- that that conversation they had was weird. Yeah. And so now he's like, oh, let me tell her that I'm falling for her. But, like, I've known her for what? five whole days, so I thought this was the time. But it's like, I... Oh, that just all of that screams like spiraling, like like grabbing for any anything that like he an can. Oh shit moment. And I thought I was watching it and I was like, wow, this is like really bad acting. Like I just kept watching it and I was like, this is bad acting. This Karen is bad got acting. a spray bottle for that because she just kept yelling it. I had to yell it. <laughs> I had to yell that he was a bad actor. And then it looked like Katie kind of just took it in and was like, all right. And I was like, whoa, no. She. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's cute, I guess, but, like, not that much. There's cuter guys. But I I just thought it was crazy. So, obviously, I went to the the Reddit thread, which is a live discussion on the episode, and I post, Thomas is a bad liar. (laughs) Katie, what the hell? And someone comments under it and says, he can't help that he is an alpha. He's not going to cry on TV. He's literally trying his best. Alphas can't share their emotions until after sex. And I put, I can't tell if this is satire or not, but I will decide it's satire. And apparently it wasn't satire because they comment on later and say that they're serious and that he can't be something that he's not, but he still wants love too. And that they're just, that person is into like bad boys. And apparently Thomas is a bad boy. But my thing is, is that they put that he can't cry. I, I'm not asking him to cry. Katie isn't asking him to cry, but he just doesn't feel like he's having a real reaction to any of this. And it all feels very rehearsed. And the whole alpha comment. This is the first goodness. time I'm seeing this. And I can't, 
I have no, I have, it took me everything not to share it with you. I know. You. Well, I noticed you like showing Jimmy and then Jimmy being like, wait for the episode to show Ashley. Like I heard that little inter- interaction. So thank you. But apparently alphas can't share their emotions until after sex. Also, this is not it's important, true. but I, I have to share it. As an it. alpha, I, I cannot reveal <laughs> oh. um, my emotions. Oh, good to know. Good to um, know. Thank you, Alpha Jimmy. <laughs> good to know. I just I was just reading a book, and I can't remember what book, but they discussed how um oh it was the ca- it's called Cast. It's like a social sciences book. I don't know, uh-huh. whatever. Not important. But they were discussing how we as like English speakers uh, misuse the term alpha because it doesn't mean that. Like it doesn't mean what we it think doesn't. it means. In the alpha, like male wolf, because that's what we take it from, yeah. is like actually not as dominant as we think it is, and how we describe alpha hilarious. men. And I'm doing a horrible job, but look at cast C A S T E. It's a book. I can't remember the name. I just finished it yesterday. But anyways, they talk about that. It's not the whole book. But anyways, <laughs> apparently Thomas is an alpha. I honestly would have never, even if I believed in the stereotype of that word, I it's, would have never would have so said that dumb. Thomas is an alpha. I just don't think he has emotions. I don't actually think that, but it just the edit. I'm it, just like, dude, where are your feelings? He, yeah, that's the thing is he just, he just spewed out nonsense I feel and like it was boring it was boring he's honestly. saying what he thinks he has to say and even when the guys were like sharing stuff and then he started sharing his thing i was like he's saying oh this is this is what i should say yeah. i'm gonna say it and then he says it and he's like that went well it's like the carl thing where it, i'm just yeah. like do you not and hear I, yourself i kind of get like i've seen there's been like i don't know how to explain this but like people Sometimes in like those kind of group share situations have this moment where they're like, oh, my trauma isn't good enough to share with this group. Yeah. You know, and that I at first I was like, maybe that's it. Like he doesn't think because like there was a long time in my life where I was like, oh, the things I've gone through aren't as bad as what well, this isn't true. But like the things Karen has gone through, you know, and like you're comparing it to other mm-hmm. people. And so you're like, oh, shoot, I don't want to share after Hunter just shared his big thing and Connor just shared his big thing, whatever it was. And so I'm like, at first I was like, maybe he just doesn't want to, he feels self-conscious about his thing. But then when he was in private, he didn't go into it either. So I was like, oh, never mind. I tried to give him like the benefit of the doubt and it didn't And then later on when the guys call him out or whatever, just talk, well, they're mostly talking about how he interrupted Aaron's time and stuff. Which is always going to be a thing on this show. And Thomas said the opportunity presented itself, which it really didn't. The podcast is called, hey, can I steal you for a sec? Clearly it's a thing that happens in the show a lot. But So it's not new. He says like he was expressing his feelings to Katie and then he said something into the nature of like, oh, you'll never understand. And I'm like, I think these guys are going under going to understand wanting to express their feelings to Katie. Yeah, more I, than you do, probably, dude. Because you're just faking your way through this thing. I will say when when they asked him, like, oh, is your time more important than mine? And he said yes. I was kind of like, well, I, I mean, get that. I, I get that. Each guy should kind of feel like that, I think. Yeah, it's kind of rude to say it, but it's not wrong. It's, I mean, you do gotta, like, It's another moment of saying her. the quiet part out loud. Like, he just yeah. kind of keeps saying things that, like, normally, normally on the show, yeah. people wouldn't say. There's always drama about, like, taking the Bachelor right. or Bachelorette during a like, conversation, which I get that it, like... Every season is In, a like, real-world situations is really rude, right. but I feel like in the nature of the show, you kind of have to, like... Just forget that there's it's super also, rude because it's just the nature of it. There's also producers it. telling them to do it. You know, like, in things like... I'm not saying that specifically happened to Thomas on this episode, but, like, regularly the producers are, like... Yeah. Like with Sarah last season when they're, like, go interrupt his yeah. time. Like, with, when he was with Katie. Yep. Um, all full circle. But, like, Sarah wouldn't have known where to find them if the producers hadn't told them told her where to find yeah. them. You know, so it's kind of like... And I also get that, happens. like, Aaron was talking about some heavy stuff and Super everything. Super serious, and yeah. And it's, it's hard, but I... That's I not get the, the frustration. Part, yeah, that's not the part that I'd give him complete shit for, though. No. Like he has plenty of other things we can talk about. Just so the soul that doesn't exist in his eyes that I would give him shit for. <laughs> um, but, so yeah. yeah, that's Thomas. I, I that's I mean, he, I'm sure we'll talk about him again at the end because he comes up again. Um, but any other comments on Thomas? Um, I was just trying to make sense of my notes. I have Katie, don't do it. Katie, don't do it. Oh, don't I think it, she made out with it. Thomas. That's and that's when I was about. like, don't buy it. Don't buy him. Yeah. Don't, don't. And she, she did. So I just want to, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I was, what it's the rough. heck? It's, it's not ideal. Um, just another note of Connor B is adorable and I love him. I don't know in regard to what, but he's adorable and I love him. Um, <laughs> we're big fans of Connor B. It's not going to change. I mean, maybe I could, I guess, but so far. We're good. Then we get into the one-on-one, one-on-one right? One-on-one with Michael. 
who oh, is just my goodness. the sweetest man. Probably the best dad. I, I, yeah, I get just like solid dad. Just a really a- amazing dad, probably. Like, I, I can't obviously relate to how difficult everything that he's gone through has been. Mm. Um, but the w- I think he just handled it so well the way he brought it up to Katie. Cause, and Katie pointed this out too. It's like, it can be very intimidating to enter into a relationship with someone who's like already had the love of their life. Mm-hmm. And then they passed away. And like and still have love yeah. for that person. Yeah. And so that's a I mean, that's valid if even if like Katie had been like, I can't do it. That's so true. And I'm sure that's a fear that Michael has. Um yeah. and a fear and I'm sure it'll come up. I, I just I think they both just handled that conversation so well. Well, yeah, because he was honest to himself and he didn't he didn't try to minimize the relationship and love that he had with his wife and she doesn't seem to make him feel like he had to do no. that and he made it very clear that he doesn't want her to feel like it's something that um impacts their relationship right. and that he also wants to make her feel like the relationship they would build is also unique and then katie acknowledged that too like how she doesn't want him to feel like that's a point of insecurity for her because right. it shouldn't be and i also this is not completely related to that but i wanted to point out because i discussed it with people on twitter uh, some people don't agree with me on this. This is when I was like, I disagree with this tweet. Um, he, again, this is the second time he's done this, he asked if he could kiss her. And I think after learning about Katie, what we've learned on this episode, I imagine that means more to her than we knew it meant. Like, because last week he asked before they kissed if he could kiss her. Yeah. And obviously... And he wasn't a part of that circle. Yeah, he, just, he didn't know. It's just something he does that yeah. he feels is important and obviously i think we talked about it last week like obviously that's not necessarily something that needs to happen years into a relationship yeah but this is the second time they've kissed they barely know each other i feel like it's just one of those things that once she's probably comfortable enough with him and the next time it happens she'll be like oh by the way you like, don't need you don't to, don't ask. Have to ask yeah me. which i would rather have to say don't ask me than say than hey can affronted. you yeah, yeah can you like ask me like i don't know yeah, so i don't I really think like that, that i like that about michael um uh, there was some people there was discourse on twitter about how it's it's a turn off or whatever and it's like well if it's a turn off why don't you ask that person to stop asking, to stop asking yeah, because and they'll i understand that. that too like i get i i get that yeah just, but i think when it's new like that and you're basically strangers just voice it's very that. polite and michael seems like a very polite person for him, and I, I, yeah, I don't think, like, by the end of the season, if he's still around, I'm sure that's not going to be, like, the thing he does every time. But it's also, he has he a son. He might do it just because it's yeah. cute. Cause it's fun. He has <laughs> a son, and that means, uh, that implies to me that he's probably teaching his son about consent. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like it. I would rather you ask for consent every time than not. You know, like. Yep. I, so, I like it. Good job, Michael. If you're, li- if you ever hear this, keep it up. Yeah. We approve. Yeah, you know, I do want to highlight something beautiful that he said to Katie, which was what a gift it is to fall in love twice. Yes. My he's goodness. Just, God, he's amazing. I didn't think I was gonna I didn't think I was gonna dislike him. I, I just didn't I think like I was him. gonna yeah. put him up on like and he's in my like top guys. Like if he doesn't end up with one, Katie, I would love to see a bachelor season. I would of him. love to see him as if, a bachelor. If he wanted that obviously yeah but. but i he seems he's so sweet and we agreed on this episode he's cute yeah i didn't he's i don't an attractive know guy i didn't think i never thought he wasn't but i just like seeing him like more up close and like for more than two seconds at a time because he had a whole date i was like oh he's a cute guy yeah i like him what i really liked about towards at the end of the day when she's giving him the rose is that she says she's giving him she knows us the the weight of what giving him a rose is which is giving him a rose yeah. but also his son i think his son's name is james yeah um, i you heard it i didn't hear i yeah. said i didn't hear it but i thought and and he like reacted to it too he like had like a really like nice reaction to it and i just katie and this these men like michael in particular but like these men too in general like it's an it's a good group it's so good it's so good and just like the emotional intelligence the understanding each other's backgrounds and others needs and like i think it's just such a it's a better point it's not that we're not there yet (laughs) (laughs) we'll see how michelle seasons goes because we got a we're gonna a whole other 
theme to unpack there, but, um... Yeah. And at this point, by the way, like, I think I looked up and went, that episode's almost over. And, like, we hadn't had a second group date yet. And I was like, wait, I was so thrown off by the timing of this episode that, like, my, I'm still kind of thrown off by it. Like, it didn't... Yeah. It's normal. They do this all the time, but... And, you know, just to conclude Michael's date, it was lovely. They also, were both lovely. Katie mentioned that she might be falling in love with him. She said love. Oh, she yeah. said the word love at That's the end. That's the first person, She's, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, that I can think of. So... I don't know Something if they end up there. together. I still think her and Greg end up together. So I'm kind of just like, oh, I don't they're going to get... Because he know. even said, like, the significance of, like, dating and also, like, letting himself be able to be fully involved mm-hmm. in her is scary. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, I think he's going to... It could. And, like, I think, I don't too, think he's going to get chosen. If there's ever a moment of doubt with Katie... She's going to let him go because he has a kid. And, like, actually, this week on our Fantasy League, I picked Michael. And I I picked him and then I took him off. And then I picked him again because I was thinking, okay, because I I had seen in the preview he got a one-on-one. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to pick him. But I was like, what if she's giving – I think she gave him an early one-on-one to make sure – so that she could cut him loose if it what there was nothing oh, there. because he has a kid. Because she had said, like, I'm not going to, like, which is true for most seasons. They're not going to keep someone around that has a kid at home. That's not cool. Yeah. And so I think he got, I don't, not to diminish that he's great and he deserved a one-on-one, but I think one of the reasons he got one so early on is so that Katie could, if there was nothing there, she Make could Make sure she wasn't taking more time away from him. Because from that's kid cool. For nothing, yeah. So I, so I'm glad that he, that it worked out um, and did well. That's a really good point. So yeah. So that was that. And then. We moved on to more Thomas. Oh, he took up so much space tonight. You know what's funny is, uh, I know, like, here, Carl's still wrong. You're, Carl's still wrong. But he kind of maybe But he was us. right. But we don't know if he was even, but I the thing is, is I don't, we don't know if that's who he was talking about. I don't think, he, I don't think he knew who he was talking yeah, about. I, I honestly don't think he knew. I think he just threw it out. Possibility and he just happened he to knew, have been right. But he wasn't technically wrong, but he was wrong in doing it. He's gonna do that thing where he's like in hindsight, he's gonna be like, oh yeah, of course it was Thomas. Yeah. But like everybody, like even Trey was like, oh, like I don't get easily like manipulated, but congratulations, dude. Like you, you got me. And yeah. I was like, dang, Trey, I just, let him know how you really Trey feel. Trey gave a lot of feelings to and i loved it um but he (laughs) i really like trey um yeah he carl i think was right without realizing he was right he was because what the odds were in his favor of course there was going to be another person there that kind of sucked he took a risky bet he didn't know it was thomas he lost and yet he was right yeah that's funny so good for you carl i guess this is your one little thing you get yeah. um I'll, i just wanted to acknowledge it because I, yeah, I feel I, like i, I had to thought. but that's um, funny yeah we got we ended it on more thomas stuff and unconcluded the guys realizing that they're kind of not getting the full picture of things and i think they like had asked him like did you think about being the bachelor or whatever and like the guys who are in the circle already knew that and i think the guys who weren't are like having the shock value of yeah. it and when they were talking about like oh, when Katie finds this out, like, it's gonna, like, shake everything up. It's gonna make her feel awful, blah, 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 and stuff, which I get, but I also, I'm like, are they, is anyone gonna tell him that she already knows this? Because I feel like them oh, bringing right. it up again is gonna make Duh. her feel like, yeah, I already know, and it's gonna cause, like, weird drama outside of Thomas that might benefit Thomas staying there, and by the preview, it looks it like... It looks good for Thomas in next week's yeah, preview. Yeah, because Tasha's like, hey, like, this is her season, which I get, and she has to explore her relationship with the people that she's right. interested in. Like Hannah B had to explore her relationship with Luke P, even though we all knew how that was going to end. And she just had to get to that point. I mean, she got there too. Jesus still loves her. <sighs> but it seems like I think that's going to be a similar to- uh, trend for Thomas. I don't think he'll be final four, but I think he might stick it through I a little bit. They, they've gotten rid of a couple, like the villains, you know, like they got rid of, well, Cody wasn't really a villain, but he was like, Ugh. They got she got rid of him real quick and she got rid of Carl pretty much right away. Um, as soon as she was told something. So I think like they had to keep someone they have to keep one of the problem is, people around and it's I think it's gonna be Thomas. And she is interested. she is yeah. at bare minimum very attracted to him. Which That's is part very of it. obvious. Usually when they keep a villain around, she the he or she, whoever the lead is, they have has to s- like them a little. Like they Carl have steamy kisses all the time. Yeah, she her can cut Thomas, Carl loose. There's not much going on with yeah. Carl. Her and Thomas have steamy kisses and um mm-hmm. Luke P and Hannah B had a lot of steaminess yeah. there too. So I guess that makes sense, but I'm also just yeah. So yeah. I, I, yeah, I think Thomas will probably be around for a few weeks at least, um, to stir up some drama. Yeah. And they showed in the preview for next week, um, that 
the whole Blake thing might be happening soon. Um, so that could be some drama. Maybe the Thomas thing will get thrown offside. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. They'll be like, he already had his time. He doesn't deserve to be here. And yeah. I'm like, guess what, Why buddies? didn't he do something when they were in Canada together? Yeah. Canada is a very large country. <laughs> I always hate that drama, too, when someone comes back and they're like, they already had their chance. Which and they I know did with pe- Heather last season. And I know some people feel differently about this, and that's totally fine. But I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. Everyone's entitled to be there if they got accepted to yeah. be there. And it's also and that's not it. that person's choice when they show up. They tell producers, hi, I want to be here. And the producers stick them in when it's going to be the most irritating. And for people to say, like, oh, they they already got their chance. And, like, they're just here person. for the followers or whatever. Yeah. First of all, it's a different person. <laughs> Second of all, are do you not do you are you not going to benefit from the follower account at all yeah, either? I, Were you not planning on going back to Learn Paradise after this if it didn't work more out? Followers. I'm not even shaming you. No, I would it's expect part of that it. for fine. you. So I'm kind I just don't get it that much. I don't but I guess I don't in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Sure. I, I get that like just don't bully them. I just uh, can't believe that you at that point don't realize that they didn't choose to walk in the room yeah. in the middle of a cocktail I'll just party. Say, if you're making um that person cry, maybe stop. Because yeah. that was not fun to watch. It was not fun to watch. We didn't have a podcast rough. yet, but I was upset at that. That was, and we're referring to Heather. Yeah, and Matt I'm not James, James this season. season. That was just don't do that. You can be mad, I get it, but like don't target the person and like full. Just I yeah, it was cringy. What is that? It's not cute. Be it's more not secure. A good look. Be more secure. All right. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're there at the end. That was it. They left us hanging. Yeah, as they do. And as we always do, we have a rose to give ourselves. Yes, we do. I literally always forget about this. Yeah. I I never li- I am never prepared for this. You're always prepared for this. Usually, but not this time around. I am going to Oh, you're not. I'm okay. Not. Can you go first? My rose is going to go to Katie. Because I think every woman that watched that episode would agree that like she did a big thing and I'm real proud of her. And it's, that's a hard thing to talk about to anyone. And I think, too, like, I think she knew the significance of sharing that. And I think she chose to share it knowing that a lot of people watching it would, like, resonate with them. And I just really like her. I really like Katie. Yeah. And I, I don't always, like, I'm not always like, I love this person when they're the lead. And I feel a lot about Katie. I really yeah. like her. I'm going to give my rose to all of the beta men. <laughs> who show their feelings before having sex because apparently that's that's the thing but it also it's like i'm really gonna give it to all of the men that just had any level of vulnerability that we got to witness and also during the experience with Kay that we didn't see i think just like risking it being on tv and like in a time where we're discussing masculinity a lot and people are discussing how to redefine it if they're going to redefine it what is like masculinity? What does that look like for each different type of person? Whatever that may be. I think it's um really nice to watch like men be on TV and be vulnerable and share about their past mistakes and some of the things that could be as a result of them struggling with their toxic masculinity, the things that they're taught to that is manly or taught that men should do or should be like um i think it can be hard to tackle that on a national tv and then have to deal with people telling you you're wrong uh or people telling you that you're not a man um and so i just appreciate all of the men aside from thomas who shared something really deep about themselves or were just genuine and authentic in um what they do and what they say to katie because it's really nice to watch it's really refreshing to watch and it gives me some hope for this franchise and their casting abilities so yeah because i I actually like saw a tweet uh that showed the circle and it was like say it was speaking from katie and nick's point of view and it was like okay we're gonna find out which one of you is racist since the producers don't know how (laughs) uh it was just like yeah like it was like we're gonna dig deep because the producers didn't when they cast you yeah so let's find out let's what's your issue pretty good um, so All I right. thought that was funny. So who gets your do better, Ashley? Um, my do better is, I would say this is a light one, because I think it was in a, we kind of talked about it already. Sorry if I'm taking yours. You're fine. Um, but I think do better to ABC, just because I appreciated that they put these stories out there. I thought it was, it was such a heavy episode. 
Um, but we talked about it. I do agree that they should have had some sort of trigger warning either at the beginning of the episode or at the beginning of that date. Just because, like we said, Katie did post a lot. And so Katie clearly understands the need for that um, because she is someone who has a story that can be a trigger. So it's hard, I think, sometimes for people to understand the importance of trigger warnings and people be like, oh, you know, everyone's so soft, like safe spaces. Nah, nah, nah. And it's like, well, no, like it's like a bare minimum effort to just make people feel comfortable. And we should be able to feel comfortable sitting in our homes watching a TV show for fun. And so I think just a quick do better. I think they did great. They put the rain thing at the end. I, I don't think they like botched it. I just think it would have been nice to have like a little trigger warning there. Yeah. So do better to ABC for next time because they'll do this again. And I do <laughs> so. want to share something about trigger warnings in general, which might help you in your discussions about trigger warnings. So there's a lot of like academic stuff out about it um about trigger warnings and whether or not they work and basically the consensus as of right now is that trigger warnings don't really alleviate any um negative experiences while exposed to the trigger but that doesn't mean that they're not beneficial in that if someone knows they're not equipped or not in a space right now or anytime soon to be exposed to something you can turn it off that has to do with assault or domestic violence or any other thing that you would give a trigger warning for they have the choice to not watch it to not read it to not see it and that is the benefit um whether or not you want to talk about does it actually help ease it during the experience of watching the trigger that tends to lean one way but you could still you know argue it they're still developing um learning more about it but trigger warnings are still important. It doesn't necessarily mean that it has to like make it easier for somebody to watch the specific trigger. It's just right. about giving them the option to be able to not have to do that. It's just a choice. And not have to spend the rest of their day feeling like absolute crap. So, like especially the show airs at night, like then you're gonna go to bed afterwards and you've just had this like super intense yeah. thing. It's like if you could just pause it and then fast forward through the potentially triggering thing. Yeah. And then still enjoy The Bachelor. Uh, because it's really for most, I would assume for most people, most people aren't sitting down and be like, I'm going to have a serious evening with the bachelor. Like it's kind of a fun show. You drink while you watch it, you know? So yeah, it's so, nice to have that If you option. have an aunt or a dad or whoever, who's like, trigger warnings don't work. I, I, I click bait an article that said that they don't work. You can then explain it to them like that. Cause there you go. There's a little it's tidbit. It's just a little choice moment for you. Um, and then my do better. Is going to go to Thomas because that's obvious, right? But, like, more specifically, like, if you're going to get on national TV and pull up a trick or try to lie or something, take a class. Maybe instead of going on a date a week before going on The Bachelorette for a bachelorette that you're not interested in, you should have considered, like, taking, like, an acting class or, like, I don't know, are there deception classes? Like, you can maybe, get them online. maybe you should have done that before the date um, because... <laughs> I know it might be working for Katie, but like, goddamn, dude, there is nothing in your eyeballs that is telling me you have a soul and <laughs> you need to work on that because I don't buy it. And I don't think a lot of other people buy it. I didn't buy it. And it's hard for Katie to really analyze it in the moment because she's she's in the moment in the moment. And he's and, touching her. And like, you know, there's all kinds of distractions. And and you know what? You have charm and no charisma. Does that make sense? I don't know. That's not doesn't make sense. He has charm, no character. That's what okay, I was trying I was to say. Like, I don't think so, but maybe I just don't understand what charisma means, but I think I do. He has charm, no okay. charisma. Um, you said it again? Oh, I said it again. <laughs> charm, no character. That's She's what fine. I mean. It's I'm fine. doing okay. It's really hot in here. It's so warm in here, but it, you can't tell because you're on a podcast. But I give my do better to Thomas. He needs to take some acting classes, get that together before he tries to lie to somebody because it's just or, too obvious. Or maybe don't lie would be cheaper i guess cheaper to not pay for the acting classes i suppose but then who are we going to talk about i mean trey i'm happy to just That's talk true. about him you know what hour. if we had a room of trays we could still find a lot to talk about because would, they're just fantastic there was a whole room of trays you <laughs> <laughs> got really emotional <laughs> I'm <making a> candle in. <laughs> I love and they're so all much. in our book club <laughs> in our brunch and book club and we're God, just hanging out that man. and we're gonna play katan and we're gonna have a good maybe some risk and, and can i just while we're on the topic of trey <laughs> i'm sorry but this has to be said a lot of i've seen a lot of people do like the my top four you know da, 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 da. trey is like not in any of them and i realize this is not people saying what katie's top four are they're saying what their personal oh. top four is and trey is just like not in them he's and in I, mine I, he's in i mean yeah i 
he's in he's my top one i love I this i should man. make my top four we should we'll make our that. top four and share it next time okay just I mean, for ourselves my top one is not Trey. even to date just likability yeah as i just, a human I being just be his friend i'm fine with that being the end of it i love him yeah just want to hang out with the guy we would love to be invited to your wedding to whoever that is i support you i just want you to be i happy, would love Trey. to support you falling in love oh yeah i want you to be happy if he doesn't end up with katie i want paradise i just feel like he'd be real fun in paradise he paradise would. is like super lighthearted, and he seems like a lighthearted dude he'd be a good time there oh gosh all right well Thank you for joining us. Please follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, and TikTok, where we post like video clips of us doing this thing. Um, the details are going to be in the description. Make sure to subscribe and please leave a review if you want to write out why you don't like us or why you do like us. That's great, too. It's really, it really helpful to know why you don't like us. Ashley really wants to know why you don't like us. It's I'm a little fine. more like, Meh. It's fine. I'm fine with not being liked by everyone. It's fine. I just like to get some constructive criticism as to why. I don't think... So the I can decide. Us I know. To not like us but I want to decide if I'm annoyed. Criticism. Like I want to decide if it's something I'm upset that you don't like, or if it's like I don't care that you don't like that. So Ashley wants to know why you're annoyed by us. I want to know why you like us. Um, that's, yeah. So if you're going to leave a right. review, I'd really encourage you to spend like a minute or two and just writing something out. But also, please leave us a review if you can, or give us a follow or a subscribe. You can message Again, us. We're so early on; it really, really helps. And I really appreciate anyone that's come through any other platform through Reddit, through Instagram through any Twitter, other way Facebook, that you've seen whatever it, it is. a friend told you to listen we really really appreciate it i really hope you stay and you enjoy it with us let us know let us know your thoughts your opinions um we're having a lot of fun so yeah i want to know that you're having fun too please interact not. with us we would love to share your opinions on here mm -hmm. and yeah thank you for letting us do you for a sec <laughs>